Hi, I'm Nolan Cleary. And I'm Ethan Bautista. And you're listening to Hollywood Solved. The facts and fiction of mystery movies. On this podcast, we discuss what Hollywood gets right and wrong about the ever-so-lucrative genre of mystery movies. All right, well, we're here for the first episode. I'm Nolan Cleary, and we're here with Ethan Batista, my co-host. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Let's talk some mystery. Yes, let's talk about mystery movies. It's uh, it's a pretty big genre, pretty big genre. Not as big a genre as a lot of people talk about, but people forget, especially back in the, the 40s and 50s, the mystery genre was a big genre in Hollywood. It's always been a big literary genre, uh, but it's an even bigger um, it's an even bigger movie genre. Um, and uh, Hollywood has, as they always do, have cashed in uh, on the uh, typical tropes um, of uh, of or cashed in on the money aspect, I should say, of uh, the mystery genre. Um, with uh, a lot of their movies, uh, so Ethan, let me let me ask you. Start with this. What are some mystery movies that you have watched? Scooby Doo. <laughs> Scooby Doo's Unleashed is the second one. Well, it, it's funny you mention that because Scooby Doo is kind of. Uh, we, before we started recording, we were talking about mystery tropes and what are the classic mystery tropes that every movie goes through. And Scooby-Doo is a parody of a lot of the mystery tropes. Right. You know, uh, Scooby-Doo, there's kind of that whodunit. You the know, disguise. Yeah. The costume. Uh, yeah. Um, every every mystery story, the, the detective tends to have like their own little catchphrase. Like, oh, elementary Watson and that type of stuff. Jinkies. Yeah, Jinkies, that's the elementary Watson. That's kind yes. of the stand-in for elementary Watson. You know, it's Jinkies is that. Uh, by the way, I thought that Velma series was absolutely horrid. But anyways, I'm not going to digress on that. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, but, um, yeah, so Scooby-Doo is an interesting thing. You know, I know you're specifically talking about the live-action Scooby-Doo movies, but the Scooby-Doo franchise in general, except for that horrible HBO show that they came out with, it tends to be a spin on the, the, the mystery genre. By the way, I thought that uh, Mystery Incorporated, that was a pretty good animated series. But we're talking about movies. I won't, I won't go off there. I apologize. I really just did not like that new Scooby-Doo Velma series. But anyways, so. Something on a more realistic note. I, I uh, saw Knives Out. Well, that's another thing, you know. We should probably talk about Knives Out is kind of a modern sort of contemporary take on the mystery genre. Um, and, you know, what Ryan Johnson does very well, Ryan Johnson is kind of like M. Night Shyamalan in that he does a lot of twists. So the mystery genre is right up your alley when you do a mystery. When you're good at a lot of twists, when that's your shtick, well, that's 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 a pretty good sign that you're a good mystery director, but he takes more of a modern twist on it. Um, what I, tropes did you realize in Knives Out? Well, I think it was more of a parody of the tropes in Knives Out. You think Out. so? I think that um, you have the whodunit, you have the mystery element, but what 
Knives Out does different than, say, a typical mystery like an Agatha, uh, like an Agatha uh, mystery or a um, or a uh, you know Sherlock Holmes mystery. Is that um, Knives Out tells you the twist, and I won't reveal the twist here for anybody that hasn't seen it. It reveals to you the twist uh, right before uh, it happens. It reveals to you uh, the twist of the movie uh, right before the movie uh, happening. So yeah, like I said, um, Knives Out, and I won't, again, I won't spoil the twist here for anybody who hasn't seen the first Knives Out movie, but Knives Out tries to play on the traditional whodunit genre um, by, uh, you know, it, introducing characters and introducing hints. Um, they, they do all of that, but they don't build up to a mystery reveal. Yeah, they, they do. No, they don't. They reveal the twist in the middle of the movie. They reveal who did it in the mystery mm-hmm. of the movie. In the middle of the movie? Yeah. They, did you see the first Knives Out? Yes, yes. They reveal who was the killer in the middle of the movie. And you think that that's it. You think that that's it. And, and the movie then kind of turns into, well, is this person that did it going to get caught? But then there's more twists that are thrown in to try and curveball you. And that's how that kind of differs from other mystery movies. Other mystery movies tend to be more straightforward. They tend to follow the structure of, uh, well, this person was murdered. Here are some little hints that we're going to sprinkle throughout the movie. Uh, We're going to introduce this detective character uh, who's kind of mysterious and uh, kind of has um, a decent amount of suspense around them. Um, And uh, we're going to uh, we're going to uh, build that up into, uh, we're going to build that up and we're going to have all these suspects. We're going to say, this character may have done it, this character was in the room. We're going to do all of that, and then it's all going to lead to the twist reveal at the end. Knives Out says, no, we're going to tell you who the murderer was in the middle of the movie, and then we're going to throw you all these curveballs around it. Right, right. The other thing that's interesting about Knives Out and the way that it plays on the tropes is the... um, is the Daniel Craig character in the movie. Uh, Like I said, a lot of detective characters, uh, a lot of detective stories, especially a lot of old Agatha Christie stories, tend to take place, you know, long ago, centuries ago. Uh, Sherlock Holmes usually takes place in the 1800s. I know there have been some modern-day takes on Sherlock Holmes. There was the Benedict Cumberbatch. I think there was that one with Lucy Liu, I think, where they gender-swapped Watson. I, I never saw that show, but I just remember when that was on, there were ads for that on NBC like 10 years ago. Um, and uh, so you do have modern takes, but usually it takes place in the 1800s because... Uh, or the early 1900s. That's when a lot of the Sherlock Holmes stories came out. Um, and if you look at a story like uh, Murder on the Orient Express, that's a very popular Agatha Christie mystery that's been adapted multiple times, obviously very recently, 
uh, I know uh, Kenneth Branagh uh, adapted uh, adapted that movie. Um, that movie uh, takes place in the 1900s as well. But when you get to and in both of those stories, Sherlock Holmes is kind of this mysterious sort of figure, um, uh, uh, and so is the Kenneth uh, the the uh, character. Uh, who's the detective in Murder on the Orient Express. Um, they're, they're kind of mysterious characters because they're at a time um, when um, a detective's work wasn't as widely known. Um, but you're dealing with, with, with Knives Out. Knives Out is a 21st century modern day movie. There's still detective work to this day. There's still, well, there is, but detective work was not as common back at the time. You don't think so? Well, not really. I mean, there were, the, the 1900s and the 1800s were a less conventional time. So a lot yes. of the methods the detectives used were kind of not as accepted. Today, they're accepted. And that's how Knives Out kind of plays on this detective Daniel Craig character is um, they try to say that this detective Daniel Craig character he, um, you know, the, the detective methods are more accepted, so now he's kind of like a celebrity detective. And they say that in the movie. They say, where all the characters are being interrogated, they say, oh, I remember you from this, I remember you from that. And in Glass Onion... That's definitely a realistic trope, yeah, is, well, the inter well, is the interrogation of... Well, there's the interrogation, that's another trope. But in this, they try to... They try to make him more of a celebrity, which was more interesting. They play on this idea that he's kind of like a celebrity detective. And that's how he has all these connections. In the sequel, Glass Onion, he has all these detectives when he's playing uh, Among Us. Among Us, yeah. uh, he, when he's playing the sussy baka Among Us yeah. game, he, uh, he, he's playing with all these uh, celebrities uh, in the movie, uh, all of which have appeared in Murder Mysteries before, all of which are actual actors that appeared in murder mysteries uh, before. Um, and when he gets on the boat and he's with all these other celebrities, the only way, reason he's able to get in is because he's a celebrity. And that's how he's able to kind of enter this world of wealth and power and whatnot. And also, you know, a lot of the early uh, mystery movies um, don't really touch on political themes. Uh, you think these ones touch on oh, political Oh, they definitely, there, there's no doubt about it. The first Knives Out was all about immigration, and the second Knives it Out... It was? What do you mean it was well, all the, about the one character was... Uh, well, she was an immigrant, but well, I don't she think... She was an immigrant. That was the whole plot of the movie, was that she had to cover up her sister's immigration status. Um, oh, that's right. And then the sequel to the movie... Um, and, and they kind of play at more traditional tropes too, you know, more traditional political themes too. There's the, there's the whole thing in the first Knives Out where they're arguing, the family's arguing, and the uh, you know there, there's the conservatives in the family and they're right. really uptight, and then there's the liberals and the liberals kind That's of right. think they're above in society. So they do a good job of trying to uh, take shots at both sides, and then the sequel. Again, you get a, a character that's supposed to be the governor of uh, Rhode Island, I think it was, or Connecticut. She was the governor of Connecticut, and she was running for political office. And she was kind of like a – she portrayed herself as like a progressive leftist, but she was a fraud because – and she said like, – like they kind of reveal throughout the movie she's a fraud. And then you have 
Um, on the other side, you have the Edward Norton character that's supposed to kind of be like uh, an Elon Musk sort of parody. And so they try to sort of intertwine the traditional detect. It's not even really a reinvention of the, the of the of the genre. It's more so they just try to uh, mesh those themes with political themes and kind of have a more contemporary take on it. But yeah, so so what are some other uh, movies that you've seen? Sherlock Holmes, which is that's a detective movie. That's a mystery movie. Yeah, well, it's it's been it's been adapted through books and, and what to movies. I yeah. saw the Robert Downey Jr. one. That's the popular. So one. That, I saw that the is, first one. I didn't see the second one of that. Uh, it's the first one. I think is a, a little more interesting, like most movies. Yeah. But the I wonder if that's realistic in any way what realities of sherlock holmes there were some realities and i think there were some there were some liberties as well what do you think is in the line between reality and just hollywood in that movie like well, like the potions the there's that i i haven't seen that movie in years but i remember there was like this scene with like a boulder or something. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Well, that definitely the fight scenes is like the what? The fight scenes are completely, um, you know, those are are really just not. There's nonsense. There's just nonsense. Like those those are to try and ham things up. That's what Hollywood. I mean, what is the most popular Hollywood genre? The superhero genre. That's the right. biggest genre right now. Superheroes fight. They punch. That's kind of. What Hollywood needs to do. Has there been a mystery superhero movie? A mystery superhero? Well, it's it's funny you mention that. I know James Gunn recently, uh, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, recently came out with his DC comic book. I heard about that. And I know he's coming up with a mystery sort of movie. Right, because he did (laughs) Scooby-Doo. We come full circle. (laughs) Yes, he did the cinematic classic that was Scooby-Doo. But he also did... um, he also did, um, he, he's doing a Green Lantern series, and that Green Lantern series is going to take a mystery detective twist. Um, so that's another interesting thing um, about his genre. I think the closest thing to kind of a comic book superhero mystery genre we've gotten in the last couple of years, though, is probably the Watchmen series on yeah. HBO. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. that involves, and I guess you could say the original, that was a sequel to the Watchmen story. The original Watchmen story, which I know was adapted into the Zack Snyder movie, you could say was kind of a mystery story because it starts with a superhero being killed, being thrown out a window, being killed, and kind of these superheroes trying to put the pieces together of who actually did it. The second Watchmen, it's not really the second Watchmen, it's kind of just the HBO Watchmen, but it's meant to be a sequel to the original events in the present day, kind of takes on this idea uh, of being a mystery, uh, but also um, but also kind of, it basically is a mystery. It involves this group and this mystery behind this group and kind of figuring that out. It's funny how the, the, the mystery genre has evolved. We talk about what's realistic and what's not realistic. It has. It feels like the mystery genre has evolved to try and become more realistic. Um, you know, there was that. Um, what was the name of that show on? I think it was on Showtime um, with uh, Angelina Jolie's father. 
um, True Detective, True Detective. Her father was an actor. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She was. Bo- well, actually, this wasn't. He wasn't in the show, but he was in another one. Um, but True Detective had Mahershala Ali. Um, but that was kind of a mystery show, and that is supposed to. There's obviously liberties in that. But I think also um, there's supposed to be in that series, uh, that's still supposed to be um, a more mystery-oriented take. Um, It's supposed to be more grounded. It's supposed to take more inspiration from real-life mysteries. And I think as, as the movie genre has evolved, a lot of mystery stories have become more grounded to a point where... I think they tried to take more inspiration from real-life mysteries rather than with the old Agatha Christie model of... uh, Not that it's a bad model, but it's kind of more superficial, and it's more like, oh, uh, uh, elementary Watson, and it's all that over-the-top kind of stuff. They try to sort of, you know, mature a little bit past that. So we have hope for the mystery movies. Should we end this? I think this is a good place to end it. Uh, do you want to close it off or should I? Yes, yeah, so I'll close it off. All right, go right ahead. Bye. All right, make sure to tune into our next episode. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>